Hello, this is Deborah's Palm Podcasts. Deborah's Palm Relationship, Marriage and Family Life addresses life's issues and provides balanced knowledge for maximum impact. Juliana Uloko Ukuche provides you with deep insights into the issues at stake. Take a listen and see you at the end of his broadcast. Welcome to this episode on Deborah's Palm Relationship, Marriage and Family Life podcast. Today I will be sharing with you on the subject matter, supporting your man and not emasculating him. Many established, outspoken, proactive, successful and purpose-driven women are used to taking the lead in their sphere of influence. Unfortunately, they have found themselves doing same in their relationship or marriage. Now, unknown to this beautiful set of women, they are emasculating their man and removing him from his manly status. The danger here is that when emasculating behaviors go on for way too long, relationships and marriage crash and a purpose-driven woman is often left to wonder what happened. Now, I do not subscribe to a man demanding that his wife sits at home doing nothing, not pursue her dreams or live out her purpose. I don't agree that a man should vehemently oppose his wife being successful in her chosen field, all right? But in all your pursuing purpose and making the million bucks as a woman, you need to love, respect, and support your man, not emasculate him. Now, marriage is good. So far as a husband or wife don't lose their uniqueness or individuality. There are men who truly appreciate, love, and uh, respect their wives who have realized their potentials, who, who are living uh, purposefully and have come into their own. Now, maybe you are already at that point where your man feels emasculated. How can you fix your relationship and stop making him feel emasculated. Well, the truth is this, you will need to strike a balance. And the secret to to balancing your roles of being a wife and a successful purpose-driven woman lies in being sensitive to your man's needs, in being sensitive to his mood and his feeling. Now you are in a relationship with a human being, not a robot. And contrary to the assumption that uh, men men are just logical beings, only women are emotional beings, men don't have emotions, that, that, that assumption is wrong, is erroneous. Men are human, men have feelings, and they have emotions as well. So being sensitive to your man's needs, being sensitive to his interest, being sensitive to his mood, being sensitive to his feelings, comes into play when you are striking a balance in your relationship and marriage as it has to do with balancing your roles, okay? So five ways you may be unintentionally emasculating your man and how you can fix your situation, how you can fix your relationship dynamics is what I'll be sharing with you briefly. Number one, stop acting like his mother. You are his helpmate, not his mother. You are his lover, not his super mom, ready to 
to do everything and anything for him. Now, if you treat your man like he can't think for himself, then he really won't be able to think for himself. It is better to have a gentleman with you in a relationship and in a marriage than having a boy who depends on you for everything and anything. Now, you need to give your man some space. Allow him to express himself. Give him room to think for himself, to solve problems by himself. All right? Don't overshadow him. You are not his mother. You are his helpmate. You are his lover, not his mother. Number two, not knowing how to appreciate a gift or a kind uh, gesture that um, involves spending money. Yeah. Now, men work hard to feel appreciated. We may not know it, but that's the truth. They work really hard to feel appreciated. And it takes so little from us as women, um, especially you that is successful, you that have come into your own, you that is purpose-driven, and you, you've got the million bucks, okay? It takes very little from you to make him feel good about himself. Now, I have learned that being worried about your man's finances and saying he is being too uh, overly generous or extravagant in his spending when it comes to you or the kids or, you know, family needs generally or even on himself uh, at the point where he is taking out that action, at the point where he is given a gift, at the point where he's doing something spontaneous for the family that involves spending and you, you know, you just quickly remind him that he's been overly generous or he's been too extravagant and stuff like that. Well, that is not a right time to talk about it. Okay. Definitely. Um, you, you will bring, um, such issues up. Okay. If there is, if there is a frivolous spending and all that, you should talk about it in your relationship. But when he is given a gift or spontaneously making a purchase, it is never the right time to share your worries about his finances or suggest to him that he is being overly generous or extravagant. All right? You do that and he feels emasculated. Number three, not taking his work seriously. Now, in scriptures, we see that men were known for their livelihood. We have read of Joseph. He was referred to as Joseph the carpenter. We know of Matthew, Matthew the tax collector, uh, Levi the priest, you know, and so on. Now, it is still very true, even today in our time, it is still very true. A man's sense of identity is very much linked to his worth as a productive member of society. I'll, I'll say that again. A man's sense of identity is very much linked to his worth as a productive member of society. So it is abusive to belittle your man's job, no matter what it is, all right? Don't belittle his job. Even if he does it, even if he does so himself, don't belittle his job. It is actually abusive. When you make fun of what he does in any way, uh, you insult his decision-making skills. 
you insult his intelligence and his passion and the way he has been wired to function. And gradually you discover that resentment and emotional withdrawal is sure to happen. Number four, <clears throat> excuse me, being too close with his friends. Yeah, I get the place of getting along with his friends, but draw boundaries, have boundaries. Now, your man has his own set of friends, and you should have your own set of friends as well. And even, and now, even in marriage, it is healthier to live separate lives. Though the two of you are together, the two have become one, it is healthier to live separate lives instead of constantly having overlapping interests. Okay, so his friends become your friends too, and your friends become his friends, but you need to set aside things and activities that only you and your man can do together. Draw boundaries. There should be boundaries. All right? Number five, saying to your man, why can't you be like this Mr. A, Mr. B, Mr. Z? Never compare him. When you compare your man, you emasculate him. Now, you are in your sphere of influence. You're meeting the high and mighty. Your, your circle of friends are very influential people. There are people that push and push and push until they get results. Never you compare your man to the men in your, in your, in your circle, in your workplace. Never you do that. Now, never you compare your man to your dad as well. Don't compare him to your ex. Don't compare him um, with his friends. You are with him now. You chose to be with him, not these other men. So why not celebrate his uniqueness and his strength? Number six, rejecting his sexual advances. It goes without saying that rejecting your man sexually um, puts him off. Okay, and the more often rejection happens, the more his confidence wins, the more his ego takes a terrible hit, and his interest in sex decreases. Now, occasional, no, babe, I, 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 can't, I can't do this tonight, I can't do this right now, and all that is totally um, acceptable, but habitual rejection or using sex as reward or punishment, it is a no-no. The negative impact is just not on your man's ego, but your marriage as a whole. Now, are you guilty of emasculating your man without even knowing it? Step in. Do you unconsciously step in one too many times to help him become his best self? Do you occasionally, or has it become a habit for you to always help him become the best version that you think it should be. And often you do so without his consent. Are you uh, carelessly making him feel small and insignificant? Again, the key word I'll say to you, the key word, the key word to balance is sensitivity, is sensitivity. Now, while you should continue being the queen that you are and not lose your individuality, not lose your uniqueness, a real queen, okay, a real queen knows how to listen and give her king the pleasure of reigning at the gates. Now, for men, the truth is em emasculated men don't feel unhappy. Unhappy men feel emasculated. So if you are happy with your life, you, are, you should be proud of your achievements, 
you are confident about your own abilities, you won't feel emasculated even if your wife tries to make you feel so. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Now, it is entirely on you to feel like a man, think like a man, and act like a man. If you feel otherwise, if you feel less than a man, it is not entirely the fault of your partner or your wife. You must be a man in action, be a man in words, and don't settle for status quo. God bless you. I believe that you have had a great listening time and taking in values from these podcasts. To listen to other value-adding episodes on relationship, marriage, and family life issues, visit our podcast channel on anchor.com. Our podcast handle is anchor.fm forward slash Deborah Spam. You can follow us on Facebook by liking our page, Deborah Spam Initiative. For direct counseling and impactful interactions with Juliana Olopokuche on life and faith matters and defeating addictions, reach out to us via this WhatsApp number 0815-648-9769. The number again is 0815-648-9769. Your life 